Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. Nope, no time for that intro lads, we're back off to sea. Dungeons and Junkies presents Tales of Autopia, episode 35, Ballroom Wreckfest. Why hello everyone, and welcome back to Dungeons and Junkies. More specifically, Tales of Autopia, where we will be continuing the final chapter. But before we before we um, continue, let's go around the table and do everyone in height order again. But this time we'll go from tallest to shortest. So starting with Kerry. Hello, I am once again Kerry, and I am also once again playing Ran, the barbarian slash fighter null. End description. Okay, and with all that information out the window, let's go to the next tallest person who I think is the next tallest person, Chad. Hello, I am Chad, and today I will be playing everyone's favorite Tortal Monk Barbarian, Picasso Bros. Speaking of speaking of bros, Caitlin. Never say that sentence again. <laughs> I am Caitlin. I play Elisa Leia, the human monk warlock, with their newly found familiar Praxodike, who's a dragon. Babby dragon. End description. <laughs> Beep. And speaking of other bros and ending descriptions, go on to new descriptions. And who's also the midget of the group, Matt? Like you call it, who's five foot eight and a half and midget. Okay, but even so, the uh, half. The, the half makes all the difference. I'm Matt, and I'm playing Captain Reed Talk about Freedom Phoenix, a halfling fighter, bard, rogue. Um, who now, who you can call Old Nine Fingers, Little Stabby, or the rogue that can't stealth. I don't know. That that read solo session would say otherwise to not being able to stealth. But let's continue. Obviously, in the last session, you guys set up prep work for an information heist, if is probably the best way to word it. You're looking for evidence to see if the king is truly working for the, working for the court, a.k.a. this cult that you've been after for all this time. Ran and Picasso went to set up their end of the plan, where they stuck into the king's newly renovated mansion and planted some explosives underneath the sundial in the ballroom. And then you had... Reed and Eli go shopping for some nice suits, being mistaken for a couple by the lovely Furbolg behind the counter, before, before they went and grabbed their gear to sneak in. And now they have time to themselves before we begin. So before we continue, we have about eight hours before the event begins. So is there anything anyone would like to do? 
anything worth mentioning in that time frame. Okay. Two things for Picasso. One, uh, with uh, Furry Bro's help, uh, Picasso needs to get all of the Molotov cocktails over to their hole in the wall that they made earlier and just stash them there during the day. And two, uh, Picasso would like to go back to Maverick's shop and hopefully procure, see if he can, because he doesn't have any more money, but see if he can either buy or on good favor um, procure like uh, a magic spell or something that would create like an illusionary effect. That's fine. Uh, as you walk into the shop, you don't see any of the other simulacrums, but you do see Maverick at the table writing in what looks like a um, ledger's log. He looks up. Hey, howdy, bro. How are you doing? Long time no see. Or so it feels like. Oh, hey, bro. Man, like, totally good to see you. And I'm glad to see you, like, recovered from, like, our experience the other day in those cages. And also that, like, hangover you had because I saw the sign on the door. And you were like, oh, we're closed for the day. And, like, I knew why. So, like, I'm glad to see you all right, bro. Oh, yeah, it was real nasty, that one. But good fun. It's a shame that the weather stuff canceled the rest of the events. I mean, it's been raining like like almost a day and a half now. No idea what's going on. Yeah, I don't know, bro, but I like the rain, you know? It like makes me feel like I'm back at home on the islands and everything. But like, but like not to like beat around the bush or anything, Maverick, bro. But like, I've actually come to request like a favor um like me and my you know furry bro and our couple other bros we got like this thing going on and like furry bro and i are in charge of doing like one part of it and like i was wondering like if you happen to have like any like either like scrolls or like items that would like produce like a huge like magical image for me bro Roll me a persuasion check with double advantage. It's after the evening you guys had. Well, it's all about whatever comes up on the die, because I get minus one to all charisma rolls. So. That's all right. That's not bad. Uh, it's a 19 minus one, so 18. Hmm. Tell you what, I got something going in the house just for you. Just let me find it. And he slams a big book down onto the table and starts just scouring through the pages. Here it is. Image, image, image. All right, here we go. This one is a beauty. It's called Major Image. The scroll, the scroll will be useless once you've used it, but it's, it's a pretty wild spell. Oh, like, bro, this is, like, perfect. Um, like, but Maverick, bro, like, I gotta be, like, totally honest with you, my bro. Like, I'm totally broke, man. Like, I'm, I'm, like, I'm, like, good for it. Like, we got, like, more money on the ship and everything. And if I talk to, like, Angry Bro, I'm sure they could, like, procure some for me. But, like, after all the fun we've had recently, like, and I, like, literally show him my empty gold sack. 
like, I just totally don't, like, have anything. So I was, like, wondering if I could, like, get this on the good graces, man. You know what? From one turtle to another, completely on the house. Don't worry about it. Oh, Maverick, bro. Like, that's, like, too nice, man. Like, you don't have to do that. Like, I could definitely get you, like, payment for it, bro. Don't worry about it. Us turtles stick together. Like, seriously, Maverick, bro, like, you are, like, such a great bro, man. Like, it's so glad that me and Furry Bro, like, met you. I'm glad we can meet, too. And, hey, it, I guess it's a see you later, because I'm hoping I see you guys here next year. Oh, M Maverick, bro, like, Furry Bro, and I definitely, as long as, you know, we're still around next year, we'll totally be back next year, bro. I'll lock it in my calendar. Alright, bro, like, thank you so much, and, like, just, uh, like, a hush-hush, like, I wasn't here in case anyone, like, comes looking. Like, I'm not saying, like, what we're doing, but, like, it could, like, go bad for us, so, like, just keep your, like, you didn't see me today, Maverick, bro. See who? And he just gives you a wink. You didn't see me, Maverick, bro, that's, that's, that's who. Alright, I get it. All right, all right, like, thank you, bro. And, like, I'll say hi to, like, all your other Maverick bros. Like, uh, they just must be out doing some stuff today, huh? Yeah, they're, they're sleeping. I, I let them have the day off. But, I mean, there's nothing to do today, so just keep an eye in case someone pops by. Oh, like, well, as I said, like, tell them what's up for me, bro. And, like, me and Furry, bro, will, like, stop by either, like, before we leave and make sure to give you a hearty goodbye, all right, bro? All right. See you around, Picasso. Bye, Maverick, bro. And Picasso will exit the shop. Okay, so, as he said, it's a um, scroll for major image, which is a third level spell. Has a range of 120 foot. It is concentration, so just to know that, and it can create a 20 foot cube image. Perfect, bruh. Like perfect. If, if you rolled under a fifth, if you rolled under a ten, it would have been silent image, but for over ten for you, it's major image. All right, that's all Picasso needed to do, and then yeah, I would spend the next I don't know like hour or two after that just slowly and not very like making sure it's under the radar taking our bags of molotov cocktails that uh ran and i made the yesterday or earlier yeah that is looted anything else for anyone else read fully gonna just you know try and stay out of a live way Reader's learnt um, very much to not piss her off. And but you know they're on a decent level at the moment. That you know she doesn't want to kill him at the moment, so that's that's a plus. Um, so, but we'll want to keep it away. So Reed will just. Uh, do you actually agree where we're gonna meet for for high to begin? By, by the entrance at eight o'clock. Then uh, Reed will be there in his suit at eight o'clock. Hello? Anything? Uh, 
after Praxidite gets his food, Lyle probably just go find some, well, like go into the city, find somewhere up high to sit and just, I don't know, meditate and slightly menace people when they walk past and do a double take and see a fucking pseudo dragon just moon bathing. It's wet to say the least. Like, the weather just isn't letting up. It's been, since yesterday, it's been constant rain, constant thunder and lightning. It's. Free shower. It doesn't feel natural. Ran, anything for you? After helping me with all the, um. Whatchamacallits. Exploding bottle boys. <laughs> that also works. And will probably take herself off for a mosey in the rain, walking on all fours because no one's around to tell her not to. I've always wondered, is Ran. Is Ran's coat, like, double-coated, or is it a single coat? I always assumed Knoll's would be double-coated. Just then the rain doesn't bother her that much. That's fair. Just... While you're out in the rain, because I forgot to ask you to roll it in the last session, can you just roll me a perception, standard perception check? No, I cannot. Can you roll it anyway? 14 plus 8, 22. 14 plus 8. Okay, so you've obviously endured. The North is famous for just really bad weather. It's, it's lovely when it's warm, but other than that, the tropical storms are just evil here. But this weather doesn't feel like anything that you've encountered before there's just it doesn't feel magical but it just feels really unnatural and the wiggle sniffer the air hmm. and carry on click clacking her way down the street any specific direction are you going to like town square the ports the hills anywhere in particular probably follow the streets all the way down to the ports and back. I've realised even on all fours, Ran is still like four and a half foot tall or something. So she's still fairly <laughs> menacing. The streets are fairly quiet, to be fair, when as you're going through them. She's probably quite long from snoot to tail tip. But as you're um, walking along through the port, you spend some time there and start heading back. You... You hear a man standing next, standing underneath a canopy, umbrella in hand. A, it appears to be a high up in a suit. He looks over to you. Are you alright over there? Yes, don't worry. It's rather bad weather. Ran is fine. Ran is liking green. Well, yeah, I don't meet many individuals who do. My accent is all over the place, sorry. Sorry. So, is something on your mind? No. I'm very good at reading people. Ran is not book. Ran. The name rings a bell, but I can't quite put my finger on it. Are you from it's around okay. here? No, but it's okay. Ran is not slave, no. Ran is free. Ran is oh, not no. having bonus. 
that, that is good. I'm completely against that. It just seems weird, because you don't see many gnolls around, do you? Yes, that's because uh, many gnolls is dead. Shame. Really is. So, what's on your mind, then? Because any so he opens up his umbrella and walks out into the rain. Because... I'm a pretty good at reading people. And I can tell that something's bothering you. What does this guy smell like? Um, maybe a perception check with advantage. And it's one big old sniffer check. Mm, the rain must be clouding the wiggle sniffer. That's a 17 all in. Still high enough. He he smells. He has an aroma of flowers and other nice smells. But you can also just sense some insane magic coming off of him. Assuming he notices Ran wiggling her wiggle sniffer at him, trying to figure out who in the sky is. Oh, how rude of me! I didn't even mention my name. My name's Malakos. I'm something of a scientist. Ren is not sure what that is, but sounds important. Yes, I'm. Me and my team are exploring. We're sailing off east soon in an idea that we've we've had for a while. We've sensed a magical presence of. Have you ever heard of the Feywild? No. He's not something Ren is knowing. Ren sits down on all fours like a dog. It's something that a lot of people don't believe. It's considered an extra dimension. A whole other plane of existence. Where nothing is like what it is here. Is fairy stories like... Cinderella and the little seam elf? Something like that. Though it's more it's more fairies and satyrs and fawns and mostly elves. They, everything is done on magic over there. It's a lot of people don't believe it but I just have this feeling in my gut that it's out there. Hmm. Run tilts her head to one side, thinking it over. Ironically enough, even as being the, on paper, the most intelligent person on the ship, it's just a little bit beyond Ran's powers of comprehension. Ran is a very practical person. And as much as she likes the ideas of, like, fairies, and, like, fairy tales, fae wild, it's a little bit hard to envision. Hmm. She twitches her ear because it's being winged on. Seeing that he snaps his finger and a small dome appears over the top, a small light translucent dome appears over the top of you, blocking the rain from on you as much better. Hmm. Excuse me, Ran. Ran shakes the fur off. He just clicks his finger in press a digitation, press a digitates himself. 
it's, it's, it's a fascinating subject and I'm more than sure my investments will be worth it. Warren is hoping you are having successions. And I hope whatever is on your mind will be eased as soon as it can be. Hmm. Mr. Science Man. Yes. When you go exploring, uh, you're going with other people? Yes, it's, it's a small crew. We're going as a group of six, but we have a small crew behind us. It's only a small boat, but it helps. If Koran is quick, maybe is space for no on boat? Unfortunately, we don't have the space, but if that is how you feel, then perhaps you should discuss this with your crew. Rand snorts. Mm. Thank you for advice anyway, Mr. Man. Where well, I will go now. I must be on my way anyway. My boat departs soon. It, it was nice meeting you, Mr. Science Man. Don't meet many strangers in the rain. Ran will take a slow walk back up. As you start to move further, um, you hear him call your name. And stops and just does that dog exorcist thing where they look over their shoulder. Where they seem to snap their neck completely backwards. He just looks over, gives you a smile and says, What you got to remember is allies should be able to tell each other everything. If you don't feel comfortable around your friends, your companions, your allies, your crew, I guess, then you need to tell them. Nothing ever gets solved with, by keeping secrets. It builds until it turns into mutiny. Mm. Trust me, I've seen it my fair share of it. After all, I'm 800 years old. Brian is not as having very short lifespans. Life is not cracked up. Age, life, same thing. It's not always cracked up what it's meant to be. Mm. They say a thousand years is everything, immortality is everything, but it gets boring. So you should treasure what you have. Make those years count. As of Rand's null face, it's hard for her to display any sort of real facial expression, so she just stares blankly at him. Hmm. Well, Brian will go now. And Brian carry on her merry way. With that, as he starts to walk away himself with a small sinister smirk, walks around the corner and disappears. 
Okay, so at this point then, we reach the 8 o'clock mark. Um, Reed and Ally, you're... Because you're in regular clothing, your AC is currently set to 10 plus your dexterity bonuses. So just make a note of that. And Ran and Picasso, when are you looking to leave to do your bit? Uh, for Picasso, uh, when he would plan to show up, their cue to start making a more of a bigger distraction outside is whenever the explosion goes off inside. So I would feel that they would probably, I would, Picasso wouldn't go like when everyone else, the party was starting, probably wait about an hour or so to, you know, let all the people get in there. So then they're also not watching the outside nearly as much at that point. Okay, so that's fair. So that would be about 10 o'clock because that would be an hour because the party starts at nine and the time is currently eight o'clock. Like, furry bro, I'd love to say that, like, we should just get drunk right now, but, like, that's probably, like, a real bad idea. So, like, we got time, and we're, like, not going to get to go to the party. So, like, you want to go grab some, like, burgers real quick before we, like, go and do this stuff? We can grab burgers. Awesome, furry bro. Like, I'm pretty sure we'll probably do, like, a free burger or two from that place. Like, we've given them a lot of business over the past, like, two days. Ryan will heave herself up and get ready for burgers. Uh, question for Ran slash Carrie. Is, um, furry bro acting different around Picasso? Like, I mean, I know they've been upset since the, like, cage incident and everything like that. But like, would just are they acting any different around Furry Bro or around Picasso? Anne's probably just slowly drawing more and more into herself. Like everything is an effort for her now. Even going to get burgers with her best bud is just like, ugh, this is too much effort. Furry Bro, like, are you alright, bro? Like, I just offered to go get burgers with you, and like. Usually, like, over the past three days, that's, like, been our thing. And, like, you've been, like, excited about it, but I feel like you, like, don't care, bruh. Did I, like, offend you, furry bruh? Oh, no, no. I guess I'll not do anything wrong. No, Bran is the correct. Bran is... Let's go get burgers. Picasso, like, having, you know, siblings growing up and everything can definitely tell something is clearly wrong, but out of respect and just knowing that you'll come around and tell Picasso when it's, you know, your time and you want to tell him, he'll just kind of clock and go, all right, furry bro, let's go. And, uh, like, burger's on you, though, right? Given Picasso is having no money, yes, it does seem that way. Furry bro, don't worry, like, once we, like, do this mission and such, I'll, like, talk to Angry Bro and, like, get my, like, allowance for the next, like, week or so from the, like, ship's depository. Baron is not mind buying burgers. Is... It would make our beloved Captain faint, but... Really? 
Money is nothing to the room. It's meaning nothing. He's just shiny circles. I know for it, bro. And like on my like home of you, Nork, like we don't even use it. Like, like we have a bunch of like cool ones. Like, oh, you should like, if we ever get to go back there, you should check it out. Like, uh, uh, Donnie, like he found these like gold, like pirate coins and like Elder Tortle said they were like from before even his time. So they're like super ancient and they're like so cool. Oh man, I should have like brought that with me when I left the island. I wonder if Diana took him with him. I don't know, furry bro, but like, yeah, money's stupid, but like, some of them look cool. Ryan is not understand why you give them shiny circle and they give you things in return. It's like we have many shiny circles. They're surely not worth that much. Right, like furry bro, like on you, Nork, like you trade like services for like things. Like if you want like one of our famous like you, Nork pizzas, like you go, all right, bro, like I'll help you like fix that fence over there, bro. And then like you get pizza for like a week. Brian hmm. is liking this one better. Oh, like furry bro, it like makes so much more sense. I like. I like I don't even understand like these like gold things, but like every time like you and I like hand them out to all these other bros, like they get so excited, bro. So like that kind of makes me like the money, but like now I feel bad because I don't like have any to like give to people. Yeah. Is when they give us shiny circle after doing things, Warren is thinking we are supposed to be having grateful, but Warren is not knowing how to say mm, shiny circle not good for me. Give Ran, I don't know, some fish or something. Ran, right, like you fish. can't like eat the the circles. Like fish would be great for you, bro. Maybe the pirate queen will pay us some fish next time. Hmm, that's a good idea. We should ask. All right, for you, bro. Well, like, let's uh go get some burgers and like raise our spirits before we gotta go like do that stuff and help out angry bro and bastard bro. And all yourself off and go right get ready to get burgers picasso will stealthily take a large swig out of one of the bottles of alcohol they have in their room just roll me a d20 we'll see how the strength of the bottle you grab and this is going to be randomly numbered uh well i i got a two so do with me what you will all right maybe a constitution saving for it then uh, that one's a little better. Uh, constitution saving throw. That is an 18. During the time, during leaving the, um, place, going to the burger place, they give the you burgers on the house because of just the sheer amount of gold you've given them. <laughs> it's more than they earn in a week normally. You, you guys get a meal on the house. Um, after about 45 minutes, the, um, hangover does start to kick in. Not, not like a full-on Henry, but you do feel a little tipsy. Hmm. Alright, furry bro, I might have had like a little bit of a bad decision, but like it's it's like totally cool. I like might need to grab like one more burger though before like we go. You guess we're drinking spicy juice. Like maybe a little bit furry bro. Like this seems like a really important thing that we're like doing tonight and like I definitely don't understand at all what's going on. But like I was getting a little nervous that I was gonna screw up and then I was like, ooh, like that all oh, that spicy juice always like calms me and like we always uh, used to like 
drink it like behind Elder Turtle's back. It was like good stuff, but like, like I just like wanted a quick one, and like I don't know, I might have grabbed the real strong stuff for it, bro. We get Pika some more fruit to make the spicy juice absorb. Wouldn't that make food or spicy juice flavor? Hmm. Ran debates biology while she waits. Well, she also gets herself another burger. Um, yeah, while that goes down, we we go back slightly while you guys are walking to the burger joint. Reed and Eli, what are you two up to? Reed would have obviously it's still raining outside, isn't it? So yeah, the weather is just gotten worse. If anything, like well, Reed, pissing it down. Reed in his wonderful new suit, but he has a he has um, tempted with an umbrella, which he has borrowed. Um, and so he's just standing outside waiting for us to rock up, pretty much. Yeah, Bella is as big as he is. So, he's just waiting. If he's holding a corsage when I get down there, I'm gonna fucking kill him. <laughs> is he mad? Just a volley. Just a volley. Eli will need to hold the volley because <laughs> we won't really get over Eli. Eli brings her own brolly because she's a strong, independent woman who don't need your brolly. Are you fair? I do look at the weather and I'm like, yeah, Prax, you may want to sit this out for a while. This disappears if I you mentioned that. He looks at the rain and goes, no. <laughs> he just disappears in a puff of hazy smoke. Ready, Reed? As ready as I'm ever going to be. What was your pseudonym for the party? Um, I wrote this down. Trip Morales. After okay, I'm, Hel- I'm Helena Lorenzo. Helena Lorenzo, I'll write down, because I'll forget that. And that would be embarrassing. Yeah. Otherwise, we're going to end up breaking our own cover in conversation. Okay, no problem. Um, we fine, but yeah, named took the name from Halfling I once knew. Saw him die in front of me. He was only a kid. I just took my mother's name and then it, made up a last name. It's a beautiful name in general. It would say about my mother, but all right. I can say. Reed stops himself from talking at point because no, <laughs> no matter what he's at this point, this is going to be awkward. Yeah. Well, just Reed knew shit. Reed knew your mother. I mean, he's met her in the staff. Maybe when she's an idiot. About a few minutes later, the, um, Lucia walks down in quite a nice dress, like a mixture between black and gold, and she's wearing a wig to cover her quite messy hair and the gemstones sticking out the top of her head. Right, we ready to go? Can't say I'm looking forward to this, but yes. No, I hate these sleeves. Should have bought a suit, but I've got someone to... I've got a target to take down, so we're kind of need to blend in a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Let's uh, do this. 
and there's our there's our carriage now. Just a quite quite a large carriage comes around with two horses pulling it. And she looks down to read. Aren't you gonna go get the door? Be a gentleman? Reed looks at a lie and then looks at the carriage and then looks at Lucille and like Normally yes. However, a lie is a strong and independent woman and I wouldn't want to offend her by being shaven his hip. Chivalrous. Reed Reed immediately runs to the and opens it with a lie. <laughs> I'm kind of I'm glancing at the driver just to see what kind of person they are. Uh, he is a no. He's got he's just got like an umbrella tied up against the railings to try and keep him as dry as possible. And as you know, as soon as you're looking at him, he just tips his hat to you. I'll like nod back in respect. Get in the carriage, I guess. I'll be like after you, Lucille. She gives you a nod and gets in the carriage. Gives Reed a nod for keeping the door open. We wait for him to get inside, then then he will uh, then he will somersault inside, close behind him. Acrobatics, Matt. Fucking somersaulting. And I questions him somersaulting in an enclosed space. So disadvantages I'm missing out, can you? Uh, no, just roll high. Okay, that is 32. 32. Yeah. I get up to 13. Regardless of how high it is, that wasn't high enough because it's a low ceiling. You jump up and bang your head on on the top of the um, doorway as you fall on your ass. Back mm, up the that carriage. That me. I adjust my suit and sit on the stand. Kind of pick out. him up by the scruff and just put him on the chair. Thank you, ally. Subtlety. Fine. It's meant to be a self thing, you dumbass. The DC was 30, but then I thought about it, it's like, you're trying to somersault into a carriage with a thin, with a thin doorway and a low roof and seats everywhere, yeah. which is dark, to be fair, as well. So... It's fair. I do turn to Lucille and I'm like, are you going by that name tonight, or you have an alias? Oh yes, I'm not, I'm not known around here, so... I'm just going in with my regular name. That's fine. Just thought I'd check so we don't accidentally blow any cover. It actually means that I don't blow your cover. Well, I wasn't going to say it, but here we are. So, anything special planned for tonight? Don't really know what you guys are doing there. I've just been asked to sneak in your gear. Recon, really. Hmm. Mainly looking around. Fair enough. I'm deliberately not revealing too much because, as much as I trust Lucille and I know, like, everyone she's close to, I also don't know if someone's like planted, I know, a clairvoyance bug in this carriage. Or an arcane eye. That's fair. Isn't the eye visible? No. Because <laughs> that would be fucking terrifying, just under a cushion. There's just like an Iris Sauron in the corner. <laughs> Behind the a pillow. The seat is taken. Fair enough. 
used, used to do recon work myself, but assassinations are just faster, easier, and they pay better. Yeah, this is kind of a return the favor one. I'm not normally a recon person myself. No, you don't. You don't seem it to be fair. Quite up there, in fact. What are you saying about me, Reed? No, I'm saying, I think referring to us in general, we're not so much with the... Are we? I, I think you should probably be more, but you continually buck the trend, as it were. Like, to keep a, 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 a uncaring god of the cloud guessing. Considering you just brained yourself on the ceiling, I don't think that that, that, that surprised by you. We <laughs> sits back in the in the in the carriage and just like crosses his arms. <sighs> How far is it? Uh, from here, about sixty minutes. So we got an hour to spare. If you want to prepare any of your gear, is she just front <laughs> from her um, side? Opens up her sleeves in, attaches some hidden blades, and starts strapping that on. To be fair, didn't all, isn't all our stuff in there, so we can't even repair anything. Oh no, we snuck through the gate. I'm passing the note to someone. You guys are getting checked, but I've got a special pass. In fair of accepting, getting your stuff in there. That's fair. I mean, I don't. I mainly just need to prepare myself rather than anything in particular. Mike's probably just going to meditate for an hour. I don't know. Their hands glow ominously. So, a light. So, Lucille starts getting the hidden blades prepared with some poisons and stuff and straps them back up. Eli meditates ominously and Reed just Reed's gonna chill and gonna count the f- and this gonna sound really dull but because of Reed to look anywhere past Matt alive for fear of, of even though they've got no blades on them, still forward of stabbing them. <laughs> Reed will look at the like the stitching in the in the seats, and we start with the count for stitching. Okay, make me an intelligence check. Oh no. Check, yeah. At disadvantage, because it's dark. It's dark and you don't have dark vision. It's not like pitch black in here, but it's dark. Darker, because there's no lights in here, and the weather doesn't help. Disadvantage. That is six. Okay, you lose count after about twenty-seven because you hit a pothole and end up just smacking your face on the sea. Yeah, yeah. Reed will uh, um, resume counting from zero again each time. Moving on, because <laughs> <laughs> that. Uh, you eventually get to the, um, you eventually get to the, um, manor, and as you start to slow down, you come by to the gate, 
is basically carriages queue round to deposit people. And as you stop by the gate, she she opens the door in a um, half elf in a nice suit just walks in. May I take your things, madam? And she just gives him a nod in, passes him the two bags of holding. He gives a wink and then shuts the door behind him. Now, as I said, once you guys go through the right-hand side of the ball, they'll be behind the first painting on the left. After after a few minutes, maybe five tops, the cart eventually comes round and the door, the door is opened by one of the servants who gestures you all to exit. And as Lucille gets out of the cart, she says, well, this is where we'll depart. I'll possibly maybe see you this evening at some point. Enjoy yourself. Yeah, do. With that, she knows he's on. Because as people getting checked, in, in, she just walks straight past them, and the guys don't really seem to mind. But as you guys get to the front door, they say, Right, we'll have to check you before you can come in. Any weapons? Any cigars are allowed, but we need to know about them before. No, 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 no. Just, uh, just a fine suit. I don't smoke. He, he look, the guy looks at you a bit weirdly because of how you look. With like the skin and the weird eyes and stuff. Right? Look, I have health issues, okay. Like, and what's your names? I'm Helena Lorenzo. Um, oh, yep, there you are. And you, sir? Trip Morales. Oh, yes. There you are. Right. Have a lovely evening. Thank you so much. I will. And as you walk through this hallway, you're you're surrounded by all these like beautiful paintings in other bits of artwork and you've got a staircase going off to the left and a staircase going off to the right but directly in front of you between the staircases is a massive entryway to this ball and as you can see immediately from here a slight curvature in the ground from what looks like a clock or a sundial once you get get a better sight of it I'll put a map in the chat. The ballroom is massive. You've got, you got. There's maybe a hundred odd people here, plus servants and stuff. And you've got guards standing at different doorways. You've got a large table over on the left-hand wall behind you, or more correctly, to the side of you on the left, filled with all kinds of intricate foods and um, drinks and a band on the right-hand side of you. That's laid against the back wall, and it's just people and servants and other stuff all around by the clock in other areas of this room. Okay, is anyone close to me in the light at the moment? Apart from the odd people, apart from the last couple of people just fitting into the room, there's no one really that noticeable around you. They're just 
people, really, just your average nobles. Very posh looking, all all wearing suits and dresses that look like they're worth at least three, four mm. grand each. Reed whispers to a lie because hasn't because obviously there's no magic in here in this bit anyway. What's our eggs, Phil? Don't get caught, leave normal. Fair, cool. Do you want to go and do me to go and get the bags of holding? You go get the bags. I'm gonna circulate the main room just to see who we're up against. Okay, I'll do it now. Reed will uh, check with anyone around near the, the picture in question. Um, it is to get there. You need to go through the, as was mentioned by Rourke, You need to go through the doorway on the right-hand side of okay. the ballroom. Which, as you head that way, you can see there is two guards blocking that entrance. Mm. One is a, one is a gnome, and one is a Goliath. Okay. Only about seven foot tall. Quite short for your average Comedy Goliath. Duo. But... Okay. We well, got so big and little. There's no doorways on this side, is there? No, not that you can see. The only, the only, technically, different entrance was back out of this room and up the stairs. But as for doorways, it's just this one doorway. Okay. Reed will uh, make his way back over. Ooh. Head back towards where Eli is, and uh, on the way we'll be like we'll ask for a for a glass of someone soaking it in the room to try and blend in a bit better. Yeah, you are just handed a glass of some really nice champagne, and Eli, as you're looking around, you see the odd people. You you even notice some old some old fat guy that um. Your father used to make you say hi to whenever you were here, like some kind of big investor for the navy. You see a lot of other people, and up at the top of the stairs, sat in a chair, you can see the king, Rourke's father, talking to Rourke in a lot of bodyguards surrounding him. Maybe ten. They. You can't hear what they say, as it seems hush-hush, but just maybe... Actually, you can see it. You can see the king looks agitated. I swear to God, if Rourke blows this before we even get to the fucking office, I'm going to kill him. And at this point, Reed does approach. Yeah, I would have also grabbed a glass, but I'm not drinking it because... I don't know, I'm, in, I'm constantly concerned that maybe someone would try and fucking poison the people at this kind of party, because that's what I'd do. Matalena. Mm. Mm. Um, Trip. I didn't know if you uh, had the chance to uh, check out any of the pictures down the hallways. Yeah, they're absolutely wonderful. But there's a lot of guards here at this party, isn't there? Well, I mean, it would make sense. Obviously, the king is hosting this, and he needs to be defended, of course. Well, so I don't get why they're guarding the arts. That seems counterproductive. It, 
it does. I mean, how is one meant to, to check these arts out? Um, I was wondering if you would accompany me to check some of the arts out. Maybe I can teach you a thing or two about art, my dear boy. You seem to be very confused by calling it to the arts. Well, this is it. This is it. This is it. I'm certainly not. Uh... Are we on paintings? Are we on etchings? Are we on sketchwork? It, it looks like some, some very good uh, oil-based and some watercolours. Very well, lads, let's go have a look at this art. Excellent. Excellent, thank you. Um, we, um, Reed will try leading the way to a liar, although even with his boots giving him 30 moments, <laughs> which, <laughs> which, which do actually blend in quite well with his suit, to be fair. They don't keep up, they keep as much. Just to check, are you wearing your boots of movement or are you wearing the shoes you bought? My boots of, I, 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 I'm denied about it and I, and I think the, the boots of movement, uh, whilst not as stunning as the shoes that were part of the outfit, um, they're certainly more practical. You, you probably noticed that Reed, maybe, maybe whatever he got from your associate seems to have made him quicker over the day of wearing them you see he's not that much quicker but he seems uh, to be able to keep up a little bit easier still struggles though meanwhile like they i'm just there with i've managed to pull off the fingerless gloves with a suit apparently i am the fashion trend fear me uh, can Wait. you do both just make me performance checks quickly see how well you blend in uh, I'm going to roll perception for someone. 30-20. I got phone. Uh, 16. Okay, yeah, you both seem to blend in well enough. Um, you notice um, in one corner near the left-hand side doorway where there's no guards, you notice Lucille acting rather flirt-like with the fur bog from the shop. So it doesn't take long to pinpoint who our target actually is. Oh, thank goodness for that. I, I think the price of these will spike afterwards. Return on investment, as it were. This is the thing. Right. There's um, Goliath and a shorter one. I'm... Well, let's peruse all the art in that vicinity first. Yes. Art requires dedication, my boy. Indeed. Okay. Um, how many pictures are there down this hallway, Alex? A lot. There's maybe 20 on this right-hand wall. And it's all a mixture between the landscape and the history of Novarin. You've got some paintings of famous ships and obviously you've got some paintings of um, the king himself because why wouldn't there be some painters of the king? A little exaggerated on the muscle tone. But there's some great paintings here. Probably very expensive paintings. Reed's eyes. If 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 I was to look at Reed's eyes, they look like dollar signs. Well, yeah, there's a lot of money in paintings here. Oh, they're gold pieces then. <laughs> what is a dollar? I mean, look at the brushwork on these. These are this is exquisite. You need. How long would you would you say that's been around for, uh, my dear? Oh, I mean it's. 
The age of these things is so hard to tell. It partly depends on the quality of the paints, but also the location. I mean, if you store these in direct sunlight, it ages a lot faster. It is true. So something that appears, you know, to be hundreds of years old could in fact only be a few decades. It's just been badly cared for. But I mean, this is a very fancy building and it seems they brought in, they clearly protected the art as they brought it in. That's good. The weather that's outside. A, that's, uh, indeed, it's, it's, it's miserable outside. Hmm. As if the weather's reflecting something. I hope someone paints it. I could try painting it. You any good with watercolour? I, I could find out, I suppose. Well, you know, everyone's got to have a hobby. I suppose. I suppose. I suppose. I'm, I'm, much, I'm much better... I'm much better... Um, I'm much better at singing in things, to be fair. So. Fair enough. I'm kind of eyeing... What does it look like, those... The Goliath and the Nomad guarding? Like, mm. is it that corridor? Is it a door within that corridor? It's a, it, The um, doorway goes in about six foot. The, it goes into, like, an entranceway that's about six foot deep, and then they appear to be blocking a set of double doors. As you walk past them to continue browsing the paintings, they both look quite serious. Hmm. Oh, I see what you mean, Trip. There's even more art down there. Hmm. How much do you think all this costs? Well, I wouldn't like to uh, to assume, but uh, I, I, I believe that uh, the piratical sort back in New Atlas would be would. So it would keep it would uh, keep a alcoholic in in rum for months. I guess it depends on the alcoholic, eh? I guess so. I'm kind of going to stand such that I'm close enough to the guards that I could walk past them just to see how they react to me. Clearly intending to go past them, like to the corridor, rather than through the double doors. They don't. They don't seem to. Maybe it's their job not to question people unless they try going through the door. But they don't seem to even acknowledge the fact you stand there for a second or so. Kind of, I kind of eye one of the paintings like past them and go, "Oh, trip! Look at that one! Isn't that one marvelous?" Indeed, indeed. We should go look at that one next. Well, lead on, you're the gentleman. Indeed. And I will try to go past them. So you, you're looking to try and slip past the two guards there? In the corridor, not through the double doors. Mm. Ah, right, okay. Yeah, so they are basically right against the door, so you can walk in and see the paintings, and once again, they don't really seem to acknowledge the fact you're there. They just seem to have eyes forward. The gnome looks like he's keeping an eye on you, but that might be just because the height difference. I kind of he's nod at them both foot. as I go past, because, you know, basic fucking respect. Reed can only nod at the gnome. <laughs> Hello. Which for DM, didn't um, Lucille say that, that down this hallway that there is the magic block down here? Right, so Governor Rourke mentioned to you that 
The area you need to get into the office is through the right-hand door, and the only area that has any anti-magic in it, any anti-magic field, is the ballroom. Okay. So, so once you're in the ballroom, you have. I mean, if you want to try, you can do. That's okay. I just, I just want to make. I just want to make sure I don't make an ass of myself. Yeah, you don't feel you don't feel your magic at the moment. It still feels restricted, if you like, because as theoretically you are still technically in the ballroom. Hmm. Right. While I was looking at the pictures, I will, I will, uh, I will glance with my peripheral vision down, um, back down the hallway, see if it is looking straight ahead, or if the, if the gnome's still looking at us, or also. Let's see what these two think. The Goliath doesn't seem to be paying much mind to you, but the gnome is definitely keeping an eye on you. He seems... he doesn't seem suspicious, he just... seems... to be wary of the fact that you've been sat there at this one painting for so long. I've just been waxing on about brushstrokes and paint styles. Got an idea. Just go with me on this, right? Follow me. Reed will uh, make his way to the to the gnome and offer his glass. Sorry, the um, servants are back that way. No, no, it's for you. It's it's uh, it's, no, still, it's, it's a full full glass. You, see. you can drink on the job, sir, but I appreciate it. Well, you you, you, you what's one glass gonna hurt? Can I try and quickly get behind the painting to the thing whilst Reed's doing that? Okay, just make me a make me a stealth check followed by a sleight of hand check. Now I'm going to I'll roll perception at disadvantage for the gnome and the Goliath is regular. Can I performances? Yeah, the gnome doesn't really. see you. Huh? <laughs> the gnome doesn't care. Look at the performance. I don't need to. Fine, works for me. <laughs> no, I'd, I'd say I'd say this works well enough. The gnome rolled a two, so he does not see you. Okay. Goliath. I'm not proficient in either of these, so I just add decks. So, hey, dice are in my favour. That's a 24 for the stealth and a 21 for the sight of hand. You got a 16 on perception, so he doesn't notice. I feel like I'd probably use, like, because I'm so much bigger than Reed, I just kind of shrug my shoulders as if I'm stretching, and then one hand's kind of bit, 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 bit. In that time, I'm just like, no. Fair enough. If um, I'll sneak you one later on, if if you want one, mate. Okay. So thank you, sir. I appreciate it. But honestly, I'll be good. I can't drink on the job. No problem. No problem. Trip, what are you doing? I, I, Let that I'm poor bit... man do his job. <sighs> Fine. I'll leave him. To, I'll leave him be. I apologise. I'm sorry. Go get back to the old, old girl. Take care of yourself, won't you? I'm sorry, what did you just say, Trip? Now, 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 I take Trip by the ear and leave the room. (laughs) Down the corridor going, what have I told you about embarrassing me at parties, Trip? I invited you here as my associate, and this is how you treat me. Until we're, like, out of ear and eye shot of them. It worked, didn't it? Yeah, why do you think I'm dragging you with weight? And that worked as well. Completely believable. Unfortunately. Can I have my stuff back? 
left pocket. Reed will take the stuff from, take the bag from Eli's left pocket uh, without being seen by anybody. Maybe a sleight of hand check. Actually, ghost stuff. Sleight of hand would be not to feel me up by accident. Uh, that is a 26 for stealth. Contested rolls with nobles is pointless against a rogue because they got a 14, so... I mean, you... he did get caught stealing last time. <laughs> that is true. But that was a double disadvantage against double advantage. It was, but even so, I still lost. Okay, Reed will... So, um, yeah, no issue. Reed stows it inside the inside of his, of his jacket. Now we should probably take a turn around the room. Yes. Do you want to go one well, Gaffer? Sure. Okay. Okay, then let's know what you say, yeah? Just an FYI, I don't think this will be an issue since I'm wearing a mask and I'm clearly different in appearance from when he knew me, but I point out the naval investor who knew Eli as a child. Okay. Are you saying we have to kill him? No. Idiot. Are you saying you'd like to kill him? No. It was just a strange old man who occasionally gave me sweets. I'm just flagging him in case, because as much you as my appearance has changed, my voice has not. We can, we can sort that. Okay, just go turn around the room. I was just giving you an FYI that... Well, I goes and gets another drink. <laughs> Reed will neck his and then get another drink and begin his turn around the other side of the room. Okay. Meanwhile, Rana Picasso, it, it's probably closing in on 10 o'clock at, at night at this point. Party's been going on for close to an hour. What's happening in, at your end? Uh, well, uh, we would need to sneak into our position in the hole in the wall that I made earlier, where all of our supplies are. Right. Uh, as you just make these stealth checks, because as you start to climb up the road, you notice it's the guards have been doubled since last time you were here, and there seems to be oh, there seems to be two guards at the gate in one at either end of the wall. They don't seem to be walking up and down the um, sides, but they are standing right by the edges of the wall. Uh, do we get this at advantage since we've already pre-scouted the area? It rainy. Yeah, sure. And it is rainy as hell. That is, that is fair. I uh, we know nice DM this time. I got an 18. A 17. Let me roll their perceptions. 17 and an 18. Yeah. We got a 6, a 9, a 15, and a 2. So they don't see you. Stuff. And you manage to sneak around the side, finding the um, hole into the hedge. Uh. I would go, all right, furry bruh, through the hole, and we can uh, get off, because we've already put our stuff, you know, into the hedge. All right, once we're in there, we can go over the plan. 
Jeez. Ryan will climb into the hedge. Oh. Caso will also climb into the hedge. So the hedge does completely obscure you from the courtyard. And can we see into the courtyard area? Um, poking your head through the hedge, you see just two guards standing in the doorway of the mansion trying to shelter from the rain. But as for people walking around the courtyard, there's none of them tonight. But to be fair with how bad the weather is, you're not surprised. Nice. Um, question, DM. How many uh, Molotov cocktails did we prepare? Why for me a D12 each? Yeah, that's a that's a twelve. Nice. It's a nine. Okay, so you have twenty cocktails between you. Twenty-one. Yes, twenty-one. All right, and uh, there's that like fountain that's like right in front of this hedge, right? Yeah, it's 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 overflowing a little bit because of how heavy the rain is, but it's not too bad. It's waterlogged here anyway. Awesome. All right, like furry brow. So, I here's the plan, or the plan as I see fit. Like, all right, so we got these miles of cocktails, right, brow? Yes. All right. So, like, inside. Angry bro and bastard bro, like, are totally gonna, like, set off that bomb that, or that trap we left inside, right? Yeah. Um, and that's gonna, like, elicit a ton of chaos. And so and they're gonna have time for distractions in there. But, like, once that goes off for it, bro, like, I went back and I, like, saw Maverick, bro. Like, he's such a cool dude, bro. Like, and uh, he gave me, and I'll pull out the scroll, uh, scroll of major image. So, like, this is going to allow us to make, like, this huge, like, image. And it'll have sound and everything like that. And it'll totally obscure us. So what we're going to do, furry bro, is you and I are going to take these Molotov cocktails and the scroll of major image. And you and I, we're going to be Godzilla, bruh. Uh, the first time in a short while, Ram just completely brightens up. Lauren and Geekasso are finally going to do a big show? Furry bruh, it's gonna be the biggest show of all time. Alright, so, like, once I, like, make and I use this scroll, Maverick bruh said that, like, I'll have to, like, focus on it, and, like, I can't, like, get hit. So, like, my plan is, like, I'm gonna be in the middle, because, like, I can make this, like, big like in this huge area and I'm gonna be in the middle and I'll be throwing our like cocktails at stuff to like make the th more real and everything and what I want you to do furry bro is you're gonna act as like the legs so like you're gonna stay near the front and in case anything gets too near I need you to like pop off on it all right furry bro what I can do is a fun thing Brand's tail's wagging. She likes this plan. <laughs> like, and we're gonna, like, totally wreck up this motherfucking, like, place, alright? Like, we're gonna get everybody, like, every guard out here, like, trying to stop Godzilla. It's gonna be the biggest show ever, furry bro. 
Dragon Geekas will do. We have plan, we always do. For a bro, like, I'm glad to see, like, that uh, you seem to be happy about this, and I'm glad that I could bring a smile to your face for a bro. Picasso is best. Alright, for a bro, well, like, we just gotta kinda, like, stay cool, not get caught right now, and then, like, wait for our signal. Yes. We wait. Stealthy Ron. Stealthy Picasso in a bush. Stealthy NPC actions. Picasso, just made me a perception check. Uh, well, that's not very good. Uh, that is only an 11. Well, it is the DC, to be fair. Um, <clears throat> just having this conversation with Ran, you notice it from yesterday. She's even bigger than she was yesterday. Like, her muscles have grown even more. It's... Ran is basically packing an 8-pack. Underneath the fire, I assume. <laughs> Oh, like, for a bro, like, I know this, like, totally isn't the time or anything, but, like, you're looking, like, super, like, swole. Like, I don't know what you're doing for a bro, like, in between stuff, but, like, you're looking swole, bro. Yes, Ryan has been trying new exercise plan. It involved being something called, uh, what is it called again? Ah, Yoja. <laughs> Whoa, for a bro. Like, I will definitely, you gotta, like, show me that stuff, like, for a bro, like, because as I said, you're looking swole, bro. Ryan will show Picasso how to yoja. Uh, I don't know what this yoja is. Like, I've heard of yogging, but, like, this yoja sounds wild. Back to stealthing. Stealth. Um, inspiration around, by the way. Okay, so, meanwhile... That's Reed my line. Ally. <laughs> Ally and Reed, what are you up to? It's been a f it's been you've been here for about fifty minutes, and as you go and top up your drinks, you notice Rock looking kind of agitated, sort of walks his way across the ballroom and out the front door with about five guards behind him, and. And off to the left-hand side, hand-in-hand, hand, you see um, Lucille in the fur bulk sneak through the left corridor into the guest quarters. So what do you want to do? We want to purge the image of Lucille in the fireball from your memory. Ally's going to do her rotation of the room just to... It's partly to get a layout of all of this and partly to get a decent look at the door where the west entrance, I believe it was, we had to go through. Mm. You kind of... My eyes will track Rock as he leaves, but I'm not going to follow him because that's dumb yeah. and not my objective. You can see that he looks agitated about something as him and these, this platoon of guards follow him. Real the guards look nervous and Rock looks agitated. Reed notes it because Reed... <laughs> doesn't like Rook at all but he notes it because think like can we use this to advantage at some point later is there I've had a feeling of being watched constantly mm. is there anyone here that's giving me that vibe even though I'm technically disguised um 
up on the right, up near Rourke, there's the odd couple guests, and you've noticed a half-elf, uh, not a half-elf, sorry, a high-elf, notice a high-elf ally who, she notices you back for a second and just gives you a wink for turning around and having a conversation with this human. That's potentially Taria. <laughs> So there's one guard on the east entrance. At this point, Reed Reed and I have probably circled back to each other. The Goliath and the Gnome still remain there vigilant. The um, entrance that Lucia walked through, as Rock mentioned, is a um, guest area. It's not guarded at all. And um, there's like five guards at the staircase where the king is. Right. You see that sunburn? Mm-hmm. Casso and Rana's placed a f- some surprise underneath it. We just need to light it. But obviously there's no magic in here. So we're going to need an alternate method. Yes. I don't carry a lighter, personally. I have a tinderbox, but that's a little bit cumbersome to pull out, as it were. Hmm. Um, I dare say that I am. See, I've got stuff that can be lit, but I haven't exactly got one either. Um, I've I've idea. Um, he, I am. Reed will make his way over to um. To a group of people and um, and say, it's gonna be fine, sir. It's gonna be fine, sir. Um, you would happen to have a spare cigar, would you? You mean nooches, or do you want actually want a cigar? I, 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 if you, if you'd be so kind, I would. It, it would be, a, it would be appreciated. Yes. He asked bit... whether you want something to light your own with, or whether you want a cigar. Well. well both. It's too late, Matt. Make me a, <laughs> make me a persuasion check. Persuasion? Yep. Yeah. I'm going to use... Um, uh, my, I'm going to have to use my luck. My lucky, because I just rolled a crit one. That's better. 18 all in. The first time I ever, ever used my lucky. <laughs> he just... He just tosses you a um, a really nice looking cigar and a match. The 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 ma- the magical matches. They well, I say they're magical matches. They don't need a um, they don't need the packet to light. Just run it against something and it'll light. Excellent. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. As um, you walk away. Yeah, as you walk away, he just mutters under his breath, "Fucking scrounger." Reed looks at a lie. And then Reed looks back at the person. Oh. And then Reed says to Eloy, It's a shame, isn't it? I was going to give him some coin for this. Never mind. And Reed walks and Reed. Well, you didn't really approach it in the best way, did you? I would, maybe a little badly, but, you know, it could could also have been worse. Social situations have never been your strong point, Trip. This is true. 
Lady Helena. Right, now, where is the actual point we need to... We need to um, is there a spot we can see which we can actually light, or we've got to un actually move the sundial out to get to where to the lighting point? The sundial's ridiculously heavy. We would not be able to move it. This is the thing I'm asking. They left a trail. Okay. Okay. It's a how visible is the trail? If you take a good look, you can know. You can notice it. Okay. Uh, Reed is going to look hard for it. Eli's going you to both just... and go up, kind of maneuver closer to the person who keeps looking at me and I keep looking at her. Partly to distract and partly to stop staring at me, weird lady. Mm. Okay, so what am I rolling, Alex? Uh, just roll me, Reed, just roll me a performance check to see. Because you're there, so I want class of stealth. But I want to see how obvious you make it look that you're searching for gunpowder. So just throw me a performance check. That is a dirty 30. Reed? What Reed? That's no Reed here. What a Reed. <laughs> Reed dances yeah, by no himself over the sundial. Okay. Um, yeah, I thought... I, um, I'd see where the, uh, the where the trail is, and um, I uh, trade a look with a with a lie and just say, just say when, and I will. Is the high elf looking over when I look at her, or is this kind of a I'm creepily stalking a woman? <laughs> um, she doesn't seem to be paying attention to you. I kind of, I'm just trying to maneuver, make sure I'm close. She's cl like close enough that when, if she comes down, when Reed does this, she's going to essentially bump into me first. Mainly because this may take, this may send Reed going sky high if he doesn't get out of there quick enough. So. Okay, Reed gets into position, uh, puts a cigar in his mouth, and then he actually squats down as he's, as he's tying up his shoe, his bootlace and then runs the match which lights on anything your words Alex um, against the floor and then as it comes back out again he puts it runs it through the trail of gunpowder and then stands up and starts lighting a cigar as he walks away from the sundial performance Not as good as time, it's only 29. <laughs> 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 I put, I put my, do you fair charisma outdoors? <laughs> as you do that and start to walk away, you hear the gnome go, Excuse me, I don't know what you're trying to, and then. <laughs> There's a huge fireball comes off of the sundial and panic ensues as everyone starts screaming and running. I immediately hide. In the oh, crowd. In the crowd, yeah. Okay. And I contemplate retirement. <laughs> uh, that is 26, Alex. 
Yeah, the guard can't even roll 26, so you don't see no, no. it. I slip through the crowd with that 26 to uh, Twilight. Chaos ensues, Eli, as this explosion echoes out. Like, random because it might have gone a little crazy on the gunpowder. As a fireball goes from floor to ceiling. And people start running out. Followed by Lucille, who casually walks out from the um, west wing, starts making her way to the front door. A fire for a bulk. And the high elf, the royal guards, and the king start making their way towards the north entrance behind the throne. With a with you notice... like glance at her, I'm like, I'll start moving towards. The East door. She turns behind and gives you one more wing. She knows who you are. I glare at her through my mask, like, stop winking at me, you weirdo. The, um, the Goliath and the Noma are gone. You, you think, you see the two walk out, the Gnome points towards the door and they book it. Yep, he definitely went that way. I'm gonna duck. I'm gonna duck through the doors. Read a photo. Uh, Reed, just made me a stealth check at disadvantage if you're swinging back around to follow the light. And I'm gonna roll their the guards' perceptions with advantage. Oh shit! Be a twenty-two, Reed. Okay. Well, I've got a seventeen plus. Stealth, so yeah? Yes. At disadvantage. At disadvantage, okay. Uh, oh, 17. I don't think it was high. So that's. Uh, oh, well, oh, second So 15 plus I've 7. I've got a crit 20. 15 plus 7. 22. 22. The Goliath runs straight past you, and the gnome's like, wait a minute, stop! And he's chasing you, Reese. And, and this, he had the same role, I'm gonna say he's found you. And he does start chasing you. He starts chasing me, but no one does. Yeah. The same one as earlier. Yes. Okay. Um I am going to uh I've got all the weapons on me, haven't I? Yeah, yeah haven't I? Okay, cool. Um I'm gonna take off um, is Eliza, Eliza's gone down the corner as well, hasn't she? Yes. I'm through the door, I'm, so. I'm going to follow after, and once I'm through there, do I feel my magic come back? I do. Okay, cool. Uh, as, I come, as, I come, as I come through the door, um, so in, inside here it's another corridor, which is a room. There are guards in front of that door as well. Um, no, both guards booked it. I thought the, there um, were more guards in front of the office we need to get into. Yes, in this but the, <laughs> this is the corridor. This isn't the office isn't in sight yet. So, but as you walk through those doors, Eli, it's ending this corridor. Okay. As I come back, as I rush through, I feel my magic come back. 
and I slam the door shut, cast Grease, and also put Mage Hand against the door. I keep, I just keep booking it towards the light. <laughs> That's to do with Rogue. So, what's your spell save DC for Rogue? We'll see if an uh, athletic strike can do it. From for Rogue. Um, spell attack or spell save. Spell save DC is spell thirteen. Save. I've got a natural twenty. He comes through the door, Mage Hand disintegrates, but now he immediately touches the grease. So that's a deck save, isn't it? Um, it's. Uh, do you know what? It's been so long since I cast grease. And is it? Um, it, is is it, 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 it is a deck. It is a deck thirteen. Um, he's got a fifteen, so he does succeed and doesn't trip. Okay. At this point, he draws his sword and shouts, "Stop! Now!" Am I? Um. He takes a swing at you, Reed. Okay, I will, parry, I will parry. I will my rape with my with my rapier of misty force. Let's see what happens first. See if he can. You're in the conversation. That's in the bag of holding. So let's see if. Okay. That is a. Tablet. Um, seventeen to hit. Okay, that hits, Alex. Yeah. Um, so that's ten points of slap piercing damage as he jack he jumps up and jams the rapier into your shoulder. It's short sword. Ah. Yeah, he jams the short sword into your shoulder. So slashing actually, not piercing. My bad. Alex, son of a bitch. As that happens, what are you doing? Apart from contemplating the idiocy of my teammate. Yes, bring the alert guard with you. That's a good idea. Could have just led him away. But no, let's... Amaya's seat gotten into the corridor without being noticed. Let's blow her cover as well. Uh... Yeah, I can take this guard, probably. I mean, yeah. How far away from me is he? Reed, how far away were you from him? I don't know. Well, I've just gotten into the corridor. Hmm, like, realistically, And he's running whilst I was walking. Yeah, realistically, five foot then. They're both within five feet of you. Uh, I mean, can I just choke this guy out? I don't really want to kill him. I just want to choke a man. <laughs> I mean, damage can be non-lethal. Obviously, I think that kind of depends on... I'm trying Obviously, to make him unconscious depend- rather than dead. I'd say unarmed strike damage can be non-lethal. If you're going to use a weapon or a spell, then I would class that as lethal damage. Yeah, I could still bonk him on the head. But yeah, I'll unarmed strike just kind of bicep under the under the chin, squeeze. Okay, roll to hit then. Uh, that's a nineteen. Yeah, that hits. 
Remind me, is my unarmed strike a D8, even though the thing's supposed to be a D6? Um, yeah, we're doing them from character level now, so you're you're to D8s now. Yep. Just because I haven't written that down on my bit of paper. So, so 1d8 plus 5. And <laughs> this is for one attack. <laughs> Never mind the 50 fucking others I have. Twelve damage. Just make me a. Just make me an athletics check. To be a fair, he's not going to be a composed grapple, but he might do. See how he goes. And he rolled like dog shit. Twenty-three. Yeah. Okay. Um, it takes about a minute or so as he like is trying to pull your hands off, and then he just starts banging on the wall next to him. But he eventually does conk out. I'm gonna lie him down. I don't know. There's a oh. there's a lot of discarded glasses everywhere from people running and screaming. So I'm just gonna put some next to him like he's drunk too much. I was about to say thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make this man lose his job. Maybe I can't believe you were thinking the same thing. Yeah, but it's I mean, so rare. He just plants the glass next to him and look up at a reed who is now bleeding down his shoulder. Reed. Do you realise how fucked we'd be if I hadn't done this kind of thing before and didn't know how to choke people unconscious quietly? Yes. And also no. Don't bring the alert person to the stealth location. You take them elsewhere, otherwise the attention is brought to the person who's already managed to get in! Okay, I get it. I fucked up. I'm sorry. You're supposed to be the thief here! Yes, no, you're not one, but I better be self. Anyway, I'm sorry. I, I'll cast cure wounds on myself. Is my uh, suit ripped? If my suit is ripped, I'm going to cast my cantrip mending to actually fix the suit. Montage of reed sewing. <laughs> it takes seconds, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, so how many hit points was that reed? Um, two wounds is 1d8 plus 4. What's your charisma? Because that would be a bard spell. Uh, so that's seven plus four. That's eleven. So I'm completely healed. The wound just sews itself back together. I also spend a minute quickly fixing my suit using my mending spell. Okay, why that happens? Meanwhile, outside, <laughs> as the rain pushes it down, you you both just sat there kind of tired, though it's not slightly, because while it's raining it's still quite humid, before you just hear a boom from the inside, followed by screams that again quick progressively louder and louder. 
I turn and look at Furry Bro. Alright, Furry Bro, it's time to go. Alright, we only got like 10 minutes that we can do, and then we gotta get back to this spot and get the fuck out of here, bro. Bramble's okay symbol with her paw. Alright, uh, so I'd like to get my pack of 10 Molotov cocktails that are quick loaded on my back. And then I will also pull out the scroll of Major Image. And uh, as I do, I will, I will read from it. And as that begins, uh, what I want to happen, because people are assuming starting to file outside, right? Yeah. At this point, you can see people starting to file out. And there's close to about 100 people at this point as they start to file out and head to the um, gate. All right, like I'm, I'm gonna wait for uh, like a crash of like lightning or that because the weather's so really bad. So like as a lightning bolt hits, I'll read the scroll and I will make an image appear of a massive 20 foot tall uh, like dragon turtle lizard creature with a huge like crest on its head, uh, like black scales with like red spikes going down its back. And Major Image does say that it allows to make sounds and everything like that. So please, when editing this, get the best Godzilla uh, impersonator that you can get as this creature just roars. And then I will pull out uh, one of my like uh, magical uh, matches like that and go, all right, furry bro, it's time to go wreck some shit. continued. This podcast was brought to you by me, Alex, in conjunction with Visionaries Global Media and Matatat Productions. 